We are all worthy, strong, and committed, and we are ready to go beyond our own limitations. Welcome back, my friends and loved ones, to the Rebel Minded Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, with my co-host, Thor, of course, and I'm here as a friend, a creator, a powerlifter, and a provocateur. And we are here to learn to question the one thing that keeps us from our best, ourselves. Join me as we dive deep to question and strengthen our communication and our vulnerability, create a healthier mind to commit to our goals, and how to give more to our lovers and the world. We're going to face the uncomfortable truths of what it means to be authentically and uniquely flawed, but awesome humans. So, let's get rebel-minded. Also, I'll bring in stories of all things powerlifting, Thor shenanigans, and probably some embarrassing mishaps. Let's do this. I am so naked right now. <laughs> Ooh, are you uncomfortable? Mm, I kind of hope so. I kind of hope so. It's like, it's chilly in here. <laughs> you know how you can be in the presence of a crowd of people that are not directly tied to you you know, like talking into a mic, into the internet, and you can be in whatever you want. So yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I I I have this weird thing of I I can't. I have to be clothed as if I was doing my regular work. You know, <laughs> like going to a coffee shop, and I wouldn't be naked in a coffee shop. I have to. I have to be in my regular stuff. I can't, I, I just can't mentally be in my space without being clothed right, like clothed for the situation. It's it's weird, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in, you know, my regular pants and uh, t-shirt and my, um, my Van Pros and my hat and it's where I gotta be. Um, I am your host, Zach of the Rebel Minded Podcast and... Just so you know, I almost did not approach this particular episode the way that I'm approaching it now. About two hours ago, I was sunk in loneliness and sadness and not pity, but this encompassing darkness. And... I think the only reason that I am a little bubbly now is because I I I tried to allow it to happen. Um I I openly spoke about it and I tried to let it be whatever it was meant to be and I wanted it to be extreme enough to the point that my true emotion came out. But being the recovering stereotypical male, you know, dealing with all the bullshit, I, I, I still had a guard up. And sometimes that happens. And so what I want to say to people is you're, it's okay to be vulnerable. You're okay to be hurt. You're okay to be sad. You're okay to be lonely. You're okay to be all of these things. I was in the shower and I purposely put my head against the shower wall 
and just imagined being forehead to forehead with another person, you know, and it, it sounds, it sounds really weird saying it, but we do interesting things when we're purposely trying to connect with something. And I didn't even know if I was going to be able to record tonight because I just felt tanked, man. And I want to express my week to everybody. Powerlifting went really well. Um, my squats finally, after my quads and my hip flexors being and my glutes being so, so tight um, and feeling like they were going to tear in half because I've been changing my squat stance. I've been trying to maintain this new form in sumo, deadlift, and my squat. And it was just today, after a few weeks of this, that I felt really good. Um, I hit my 90% um, at 3 by 2 felt awesome. And I had jury duty this week. I was Today was my last day, and I was mentally and emotionally exhausted. And I, didn't, I don't think that I was ready for that, and I think that's part of why I was having such a hard time at the end of the day today. I think that's why I felt so separated from the world and 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 other people. And sometimes that stuff just hits, and you deal with it the best that you can. And so, how did you guys' week go? What what are the things? What can you authentically ask yourself about? What went wrong? What went right? What can you find the gratitude in? What can you appreciate? And can you be open about it? Can you be open about it with yourself? And can you be open about it with other people? Because we're supposed to connect and be social. And maybe these little things that we decide to be social about, these things that we decide to be vulnerable about, make our transition to the positive that much quicker and that much more efficient. So what did you go through this week? And how did you come out of it? Did you do it well? Did you not do it well? Don't shame yourself if you didn't do it well. Um, but I'm here with my co-host Thor. He is he's wheezing in the back because his he tucks his his he tucks his head so tight to his body that I think he's cutting off some sort <laughs> of respiratory function. So he's always wheezing, man. Um, but uh, love a little guy, love a little guy, and. I'm staying up late so I can try to get this done and so that we can have something good for tomorrow. I hope you guys are ready. I, I like this one. It's a little bit more provocative. But yeah, let's let's get to it. This is episode 51 of the RMP. Men, stop dating women just stop dating women <laughs> did that title get you hot did it did it, did it make you flare a little bit ladies i'm i'm sure if you're listening that probably made you flare it probably made you flare and good because i want you to know why i said it and it may not be why or what you think so, which, something that ended up not being today, it was actually many days ago, I ended up talking to 
a friend and not even a close friend. I see him randomly at the gym, but I think he has so much that is tough for him when it comes to the women in his life. He can't help but reach out and have a connection with someone about it, you know, to, to the person that, that he knows will listen, which if you're the bro and you think this is weak, know this, think on this, connect with this. It takes courage to be vulnerable and to show your troubles, regardless of what they are. Hiding them and giving off the picture that everything is fine is not courageous. It's dismissive and it's unhealthy. But anyway, back to my point. This guy is tall and he's rugged and he makes amazing money and he's built he's he's built like an ox at like 66. He's a he's a massive dude. And he's had more relationships than I have and I don't mean that in any sort of shaming way. He's had as much trial and error as most men have. And I just happen to be very selfish with my time. I tend to be on a direct path towards passion and fulfillment. And I and I truly just super suck at flirting, to be honest. And as we spoke, I could I could feel his pain, man. And, and it's it's the greatest thing about connection is not about whether it's negative or positive, but what you vibe, what you feel like what you soak in from another person and the unique pain that only comes from being in your 30s and truly wanting someone else to share your life with and only having failed relationships behind you I get that I feel that and in that fast paced out of focus world that we live in today dating is a insanely new monster it's becoming this insanely new monster online dating has become this time saver and we are less and less present to the beautiful people around us and the courage to approach and put yourself out there is starting to become this crazy rarity and I was never a dating coach it it wasn't my forte you got to have this wisdom and it's a wisdom that comes from experience and which as I just said a few moments ago, which probably made it obvious, I don't really have. But what I have learned through my life is that attracting the right mate, not just a mate, has a lot more to do with who we are inside more than we actually know, more than we actually realize. And I'll tell you why I think this is important and how it can be for both of the sexes, not just the boys, all right? A few years ago, a friend that happens to be a social worker put me through this psychological test. It was something that they used on a lot of uh, a lot of their clients. And after a major heartbreak that I had, my heart and my soul and my brain were so insanely out of sync that I could barely function. I could I could barely hold myself together. And I had no idea where to put my energy, and I was desperate to connect not just with the opposite sex, but the world. And the purpose of the test was to dial down what was most important in your life. And at the end, it came down to two things for me in particular that made that cut. And we really, really needed to do that because I was just throwing myself at certain things without thought of how compatible 
women were to me as well as the type of direction that I wanted my life to go. So, do you want to know what they were? I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Uh, because it's important, for, it's important for the story here, for, the, uh, for this episode. The two most important things to find my greatest satisfaction were fulfilling my purpose and finding true love. And I know that sounds super vague. And I'll, I'll tell you, like, there's, there's more detail to this. And there's more detail for each and every one of us. And I was like, wait, I, I have no idea what my purpose is. And true love isn't real, or so I thought, you know. What came to be a handful of years later, though, was this, this realization. Most healthy men will thrive off of the balance of these two particular things, uniquely to us, but they tend to be these two particular things. And we just have to detail them. We have to define them. We have to clear up the fog from around them so that we're taking more shots in the direction of the purpose that we want to fulfill and the women we want to share that purpose with. So number one, men want to be valued. I truly, deeply believe this. We seek direction and progression and creating and constructing things that contribute to other people and the world around us. And this value isn't in its most authentic version if it's not somehow related to what we desire to do with our time and our effort. Time is all we have, and we shouldn't just waste it with action, but with directed, purposeful action. Like I said, accurate shots. And number two, men want love. Regardless of who we love and who gives it, We want to feel supported. We want to feel like we're important to the people that we serve and know that when we break, which we will, someone or someones will be there to help us back on our feet. We want to know that what we are providing is beneficial to our partners and to our lovers and our family and our friends and et cetera, et cetera. We want to know that if we are chasing purpose, that we have people close to keep our direction effective and noble and just and loving. And that's where I truly, honestly, give a lot of credit to women. They do this almost effortlessly, it seems, when we're communicating and in these healthy relationships. It's not just having someone as a cheerleader. It's about someone that is a part of our team, that is invested in us as men, to give the small things that we miss and help us recognize our flaw and help us assess and help us stay humble enough to remind us of the humanity in our endeavors and the inclusion of everybody else. Or at least, this is the fantasy that I see. It's the proof I've seen and it's the knowing I have of true effort by both partners. Now, I know men that only seek mission. And they hold these walls up against love. For the most part, they end up being cold and arrogant. They lack compassion. They objectify their lovers. And they have a bit of a superiority complex, if not a major superiority complex. But by no means is this all-inclusive. Secondly, men who want love but are without mission tend to be desperate, codependent, have a manipulative quote-unquote nice guy complex they're easily hurt they have an inability to remain their true authentic character 
and they wander the world without direction or any clear plan. And this one was me. So it definitely hurts, and I definitely know how that one is majorly defined. But by no means is this also inclusive. The point is that there is a balance here, but a definite need to address how to create that balance. And I won't be able to tell you exactly how to do it, but I'll probably hopefully be able to give you some sort of direction or insight to it, right? Men, in an effort to gain both, our best shot most of the time is to truly find our purpose, to make that a major priority. You can call it a mission, you can call it a passion project, you can call it whatever you want. Find out why you exist. And why is this so important? I think this is so important because if you chase superficial bullshit to make you feel better, if you've been convinced by others, by your peers, by your family, by any sort of person that you look up to, to to make you feel better like cars and money, fame and success, big homes and fancy clothes, without it actually being a byproduct of your purpose, you're most likely going to be number one. You'll be impulsive and constantly be making transactions with things that help coat this black hole that sits inside your chest. And I bet you're thinking right now, like, fuck you, Zach. Like, you don't know what sits inside my chest. Maybe not. But maybe you've covered it so deeply, so in so many layers that you don't see yourself. And I ask you, I dare you to question. And you'll never be satisfied. And you'll most likely use the world around you rather than help it build healthy foundations. You'll most likely sacrifice other men to get where you're going. And you'll be deaf to the assistance of the partner and the people that are trying to help you if you even decide to take on a partner. And if you chase love without your mission, you'll probably continue to trip over yourself. You'll probably continue to never find strong footing for what you're about. Women are a super powerful drug, an amazing and complimentary one at that, in my opinion. But if you don't know who you are, you're going to bend to her will to try to keep her happy. You'll force her to be out of her balance with her own energy, the masculine-feminine energy, and she probably won't trust you because you can't stand your ground. Because you won't be grounding when she's in chaos, and you'll have a flaky character that makes her doubt who you truly are as you bounce back and forth in what you think she needs you to be. Having love is very worth it. The way a partner can compliment you in your life can amplify the hell out of it. To have a queen that holds you true, that shows you passion and compassion, who lifts you up when you've been beaten or exhausted to the max. She's what keeps your heart open and your soul pure. But if you're not you, if you don't know who you are, you're not returning the favor. So I tell you again, stop chasing women. What I can tell you is this. Once you find yourself, Love should and most likely will become a lot easier. Not because you're not desperate so much and that you're confident in yourself, but because you will know the woman that you seek. Once you know who you are, it's no longer just 
a woman that will fit your vision. It will be the woman. You'll no longer have to date all of them to find her. You have a keen sense of who she is. You'll better know what her strength is like, her passion, her confidence, her heart, her soul, and you may even know what she looks like. Most would call this being picky, right? But I call this connected. And when you're connected, you know what you seek. And when you know what you seek, not only will it be more intense when you find her, but you're so far past objectifying women because you'll see her in so many different dimensions of attractive. And attractive itself will be a new definition, far longer and far more complex, far more unique and far more understood by you. Men, I implore you to stop dating women. Focus on being unapologetically you. Find out why you're here. Chase the fuck out of that and watch as you get less distracted by women that don't match you and more pulled to the ones that do. Why be this man? Why waste your time if you've already made some sort of success? Why start all over and have to endure new effort, new doubt, new heartbreak, new anything and everything? Why be this man? Because women want you to be. If you want love, women want you to be this person. They aren't looking for just any man. Good, healthy women are not looking for just any man. They are looking for the man that knows who he is and what he stands for. They are looking for men that term success as consistently being authentic, expressing themselves without looking for acceptance from others, and who have a focus on giving their best of themselves to the world around them, to the people that love them and need them to give their gifts. Do you want to know the best part about this? If you decide to take in this challenge, you'll have the best chance of having it all. You'll have a purpose that satisfies you and brings you joy, a partner that supports you and gives you an intimate connection other humans can't. And you might even get some of that money and status that you thought you needed in the first place. But that's just going to be a byproduct. Look, I'm not going to give up on trying to connect men to a healthier way to live their lives. It's just not in me. I do it not just because I could see my own past difficulty, but because I see that same difficulty in so much of the men out there today. And the way I say it may sound raw. It may even sound rude. But I am not here to powder your butt. I'm here to get you to question yourself. I want you to question what it is that makes you whole. I want you to question what is. I want you to question where you're at now and ask yourself, is this good enough? Is this what I want to be? Or am I truly playing someone else's game? And if you find discomfort in that, you have to decide what that discomfort means. So who are you today, gentlemen? Are you number one? Are you number two? Or are you both? What does your purpose feel like? What does your love feel like? And if you don't know, then are you willing to sacrifice your comfort right now to find out? Stay rebel-minded, men. I 
truly love you. I love you, bro. Until next time, I'm out. Here we are again at the end. I'm starting to tear up a little bit. And I just want you to know that I'm going to miss you. And I appreciate you. And I love you. And I hope that whatever you're after, you keep fighting for it. Your experience is uniquely your own. And so that means so are the challenges that you face. Stay strong and don't let anyone diminish who you are or what you dream of being. As your friend and fellow flawed human, stay rebel-minded, my friends. Until next time.